the tide change was huge yesterday. Um, a gentleman by the name of Pascal Najati in Switzerland was able to get convinced the Swiss Attorney General of the nation to prosecute the Swiss President and the Minister of Health for abuse of process. There are two other criminal defendants um, that are sealed at this moment in time, but the President himself and the Minister of Health are under investigation, indictment, and prosecution by the Swiss Attorney General. It's the first criminal wow. complaint anywhere on the planet that has legs. This is the first time anywhere that anybody's been charged with these crimes. Hey friends, Sean from SGT Report here. That was attorney Todd Callender with the incredibly good breaking news that Switzerland's attorney general is prosecuting the Swiss president and minister of health for abuse of process regarding the COVID-19 tyranny and presumably for their handling of the bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine. Now, additionally, I think that Todd in this interview provides some validation of a claim made by Cliff High on his Substack. Although Todd does not name the powerful Asian family by name, what he does share in this interview leads me to suspect that it may indeed be the Thai royal family, as Cliff High and others are now reporting. The Thai royal family's princess took three of the Pfizer shots and soon thereafter fell into a coma, and she remains in a coma to this very day. The royal family has ordered investigations and has talked to high-level doctors who have confirmed that the Pfizer product is a bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine. Here's additional breaking information about the 44-year-old princess in the Thai royal family from Redacted on thephaser.com. Top Thai officials are now pulling off the gloves, basically, against Pfizer-BioNTech and could become the first country in the world to nullify the contracts between the government and Pfizer. Holy shit. Think about that. This could be, and we thought this might have actually was going to start to happen in Bolivia, and it, it hasn't uh, with you know, a different scenario. But this could be the first government that does this, nullifies the contracts, has the guts to nullify. Because we've been saying these contracts offer them immunity, right? Many of these countries, depending on the country and how they structure these contracts with these, these companies, they have immunity, meaning the pharmaceutical companies have immunity from anything. But what if they nullify them? Because you lied to us. This means that contract is null and void, you sons of bitches. We will have much, much more on this breaking news in the coming days. Friends, before we start this one, just a quick word about our sponsor. Noble Gold Investments is pleased to tell you gold was the best investment class for 2022. According to longtermtrends.net, gold outperformed the S&P 500, the Dow, and Bitcoin in 2022. Noble Gold Investments helped thousands of clients buy real physical gold. Join thousands of others by opening a gold IRA or silver IRA with Noble Gold Investments. Invest with Noble Gold Investments before the end of this month and you'll get a free one quarter ounce American Gold Eagle coin with every qualified IRA of $50,000 or more. You really can't go wrong with Noble Gold Investments and their thousands of five star reviews. Call Noble Gold Investments at 877-646-5347 for a no pressure consultation. And if you're not ready to invest, download the Noble Gold Investments Gold Investment Guide. Scroll down below and you'll find the link in the description box. For mobile users, click the more button to find that link. That's noblegoldinvestments.com. 
Hey friends, welcome back. Thanks so much for tuning in. It's Sean from SGT Report here. Hey, I'm delighted to have back on the line for our bi-weekly conversation, Dr. Lee Leet. The website is truthforhealth.org, guys. And guys, our friend, Attorney Todd Callender, will be joining us in just a few minutes. Friends, today we're going to talk about chicken feed. Why are they killing all of our egg-laying hens? Well, Dr. Vliet has a pretty good idea as to why that might be happening, and I have some information on exactly who is to blame. Dr. Vliet, welcome back. Thank you so much, Sean. We have lots to talk about today. The third video from Pfizer and what they're doing to our chickens and what's happening with power outages on the southern Arizona border. Um, so <laughs> take it away. All righty. Well, well, what's trending right now, Dr. Vliet, over on Twitter is Pfizergate. That should be no surprise. Of course, the mainstream horror media is ignoring this story completely. So evidently, this Jordan Tristan Walker, an employee, there he is right there, an employee of Pfizer. Well, he's talking about assisted, essentially, directed evolution. Pfizer directing the evolution of covid and then coming up with a new vaccine for the people, another bioweapon. What'd you make of that undercover video from Project Veritas, one of the only news organizations actually practicing real news, Doc? My hat's off to Project Veritas. They are courageous and they are doing the job that the mainstream media refuses to do. But the three videos, the three undercover videos they've released confirm what all of us have been talking about since they announced the warp speed on development of an experimental vaccine in the spring of 2020. There are major risks associated with this technology that have been known for the whole time they've been working with it, more than 20 years. And there are major concerns about fertility, about heart damage, about vascular damage, brain damage, and so what the Pfizer videos are showing is that this employee, who is the director of research and development and strategic mRNA planning, is talking about not only have they known about the problems with this current experimental gene therapy COVID shot, they also are experimenting with making more lethal viruses so that they can, this is his word, directed evolution, which means manipulating viruses to make them more deadly to humans. And they're using that to his word on the undercover video, quote, preemptively develop new vaccines, end quote. And that is an ominous, chilling attack on humanity if they are engaged, if a pharmaceutical company, we've known governments engage in bioweapon research, but if a pharmaceutical company on government contracts is carrying out directed evolution or gain of function research, because they are essentially synonymous, to make more lethal viruses, to then develop a product for profit that can kill people, that that is devastating undermining of all that we have done in reputable medicine and reputable pharmaceutical development. Well, you know what? So, I'm not so sure that the uh, word reputable and Pfizer should be used in the same sentence. I mean, these I people did, are I a laughing stock at this point. 
No, I know. I, Let me just play you a soundbite. Check this out. You want to talk about conspiracies and conspiracy theorists. This is two of the world's biggest boogeymen, Albert Borla and Klaus Schwab, having a conversation at the World Economic Forum in 2022. And I guess they're both just targets of nutty conspiracy theorists. Listen to this, Doc. With a vaccine, that we knew that there is a very fanatic group of anti-vaxxers that will go after us no matter what. They will claim that the sun didn't go up because people were vaccinated and that created issues with the crop. So I'm suing you. So I'm suing you. You know what he should be sued for is not for the sun not coming up, Mr. Borla, but for a bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine that is causing people to get blood clots, myocarditis, pericarditis, strokes. People are dying suddenly all over the world. And we're called conspiracy theorists, Doc, for having this conversation. That's Saul Alinsky's rules for radicals, tactics, demonize your opponent, mock them, ridicule them, and act with such arrogant hubris and condescension. It's a tactic he's using to minimize our effectiveness to communicate the truth while they do their damage and crimes against humanity. And that's why your shows and all of the rest of us out there fighting on this front are doing everything we can to speak the truth to these demonic and diabolical lies. You always hit the nail on the head, and I like that about you. We always get into the realm of the spiritual nature of this war against humanity. And many of my guests do that now, which I really, really appreciate. We weren't having these conversations five, 10 years ago, you know? And when I say we, I mean attorneys I'd have on, doctors I'd have on. That realm of the spiritual nature of this war was really kind of off limits, but uh, the veil has been lifted. Everybody can kind of see, at least those who are paying attention, can see what's going on here. It is really demonic. Well, Sean, sadly, I didn't know you 10 years ago, but I was speaking out on those very issues over the last 25 to 30 years because I've watched it progressively get worse in the field of medicine. In fact, 20 years ago, I was raising these issues because of the attacks on proper hormone therapy for women in order to protect the statin research money coming into NIH. It's exactly the same war that they did against women and women's health and killing older women for the lies that they were perpetuating that we see with the demonization of hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin now and the lies about the COVID shots. They've been doing this same attack on humanity through these big pharmaceutical companies, particularly Pfizer is one of the worst culprits I've seen over my career, but others are involved in it as well. Wyeth Ayers developed contraceptives and I testified in the Norplant litigation as a plaintiff's witness for the damage they were knowingly doing to women that was attacking them on all fronts, brain and reproductive capability. And they covered up the fraud in the clinical trials in South America. So, and Pfizer later bought Wyeth, the makers of Premarin. So Pfizer is the company that's carried on some of the same things that were going on that were a problem 
with what Wyeth was doing that was killing people. So this has been a spiritual demonic attack on humanity, at least for, I can go back to when I started really speaking on a lot of this was in the late 1980s. Well, I do wish I'd known you then. You know, I'm so glad to know you now. And it looks like Todd was able to jump on here. Todd, welcome. Thanks for coming. <laughs> no, thanks for having me. I got locked out of my computers for some IT work. So I, I had to decrypt everything. Thanks for being patient with me. Oh, no problem. Uh, what we've covered so far is uh, essentially a, a conversation between Albert Borla and uh, the chief boogeyman at the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab. They're having a conversation in 2022 about conspiracy theorists and anti-vaxxers targeting Pfizer specifically because of their wonderful products. Uh, and uh, now what I want to do, though, is I want to turn to some good news. And what I wanted to ask you, Doc, is, is the medical industrial complex, Rockefeller Medicine, is it all captured at this point? Because we can see what the protocols are doing to people in the hospitals. They're killing people with these protocols. Has that slowed down at all? I want to share some good news here. Federal judge blocks California misinformation law. California is about ready to fall into the ocean if God has anything to say about it, because these people that control California are insane. But fortunately, a federal judge has temporarily blocked a California law intended to prevent doctors from spreading COVID-19 misinformation or disinformation to their own patients. The court says, the judge says, that's unconstitutionally vague. Well, thank God we have got to stop states and insane legislators and insane governors from interfering in doctor-patient relationships. Dr. Vliet, this is at least a glimmer of hope as California just moves towards absolute tyranny. It is a glimmer of hope, but I will tell you that the COVID death protocols are still going on in the hospital. They are acting with impunity. They know they have immunity. They are using toxic drugs like remdesivir and overdosing patients on midazolam, fentanyl, morphine, propofol, Presidex, uh, and withholding food and fluid. The, the whole thing is just a nightmare. We just did a legal symposium that Todd has been part of in the December program. We did the January program and Stanford Graham presented a whole hour on the criminal aspects of the murder in the hospitals. Hospital homicide, I just did a radio show on it today with patients that we have evidence on. We have their medical records. We know what the hospitals did. And Truth of Health Foundation is taking several lawsuits forward on behalf of the patients and the public on these very points. Todd is has been working with us on a lot of that. Warner Mendenhall's firm is working with us. We're working with Stanford Graham and Dr. David Martin and their cases in the criminal side and providing ways to be of support to all of these legal initiatives. It is horrific, horrific going on. In fact, your listeners may want to look at the video presented by Stanford Graham that's pinned on our website, truthflrhealth.org, because you need to see the reality of what they're doing to people you love in our hospitals. These are horrific photos to look at 
but you need to know what's really happening. And we don't do it for sensational reasons. We do it to inform the public because you're de- you're denied access. You don't know what they're doing to your loved ones. Yeah. And I know God speak to that because he's been in the trenches. We've all worked together trying to rescue these people. Yeah, Todd, do you have any comment on that? I mean, it's the Ezekiel Emanuel death panels. I mean, it, it's very much real. I do. The, the tide change was huge yesterday. Um, as we all talked about before, you, you're aware that um, Russia in Donbass is now holding war crime tribunals. Well, I found out yesterday um, that a gentleman by the name of Pascal Najati in Switzerland was able to get convinced the Swiss attorney general of the nation to prosecute the Swiss president and the minister of health for abuse of process. There are two other criminal defendants um, that are sealed at this moment in time, but the president himself and the minister of health are under investigation, indictment and prosecution by the Swiss attorney general. It's the first criminal complaint anywhere on the planet that has legs. This is the first time anywhere that anybody's been charged with these crimes and it happened in Switzerland. I just heard about it yesterday. I'm also working with um, a royal family in Southeast Asia who had one of their family members killed. Um, They are able, by virtue of their lineage and power in that country, to convene their own war crimes tribunal. So we're we're pursuing that outside of the United States because we can't get anything done inside the United States. The tide has changed. It's really changed. And now you're going to see the floodgates open. These are universal jurisdiction crimes, which means that if Switzerland wanted to prosecute our president, they would not only have the ability to do that and do that in absentia, they would have the ability to sentence and actually carry out that sentence uh, in, in absentia, meaning the extraterritorially. If they were able to find a treaty partner, they could go and grab whoever it is responsible, bring it back to Switzerland for the, the execution, if that's what the sentence was. This is a big deal. This is a huge deal. The first sovereign to do this. That is a stunning, and that uh, Todd, I am so grateful that you brought that to all of us today. That gives hope, and you and I need to do yeah, this on that. Um, that gives major hope, and if you tie what you just said with the evidence that Stanford Graham, as an attorney, has prepared and to present in court so that people understand the enormity of this. These photos show you in no uncertain terms what all of us have been denied knowing because we were denied access. Yeah. And these photos from the, the family had the courage to take the photos of what was happening and they have released it. It's on our website and Todd, it goes right to the point if you see that video, you have my permission to get it to anybody overseas that wants to have documentation. And I know Stanford Graham and beautiful. Dr. want to help. Yeah, that gets goosebumps. I, I literally had chills when you were explaining and sharing that information, Todd, because we're all so hungry for a glimmer of hope and we're so starved for justice. And you kind of mentioned the fact that we're not going to get any justice in our own nation, which is so, so sad. And as long as people like California Governor Gavin Newsom are in charge, and by the way, he wants to be president, he signed Assembly Bill 2098 into law. Thank God a federal judge shot it down. 
They just want the death protocols. And thank God a federal judge said, no, we do still have a thing called freedom of speech. And doctors can uh, practice freedom of speech with their patients if they choose to. It's just so for, for now. So for now, I, you know, we, we actually saw this not very long ago in Venezuela as it slipped into communism. It, you know, when I was working there uh, 10, maybe 15 years ago, you saw the march towards communism. It, it was a little at a time um, taking away freedoms such as the one you just described. They, they pack the courts, they pack the prosecution, they take over all the different levels of government. And the next thing you know, you have no rights. That having no rights thing happened on March uh, of 2020 when President Trump declared the national emergency. All of our, our constitutional rights were suspended. They have never returned. And I'm sorry to tell you, is I have serious doubts as to whether they ever will. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, let's turn our attention to the egg shortage, the culling of chickens, they say, due to avian, you know, the bird flu, the soaring egg prices that have gone from $1.50 a dozen in my area to $4.99 per dozen. Farmers have discovered it's the chicken feed that's the problem. Now, I want to share this information from Neil McCoy Ward over on BitChute. Todd, this won't surprise you who's behind these uh, toxic chicken feed products. Well, one thing that I do think is interesting around the, the chicken feed here is that what actually happened was as soon as people started talking about it and saying, I switched my chicken feed for goat feed, and they also talked about, well, I'm using this brand. Are you using this brand? Yes, I am. And they started talking about all these things and, oh, I gave my chickens some table scraps. Next thing I've got eggs. That's when the floodgates open and everybody sort of isolated it to these one or two types of chicken feed. So I did the research on it. In fact, let me show you now to save the suspense here. And I looked into who owns these and who owns Purina, which was one of them. Well, it's Nestle. So to me, this isn't any you know, conspiracy or anything that requires uh, a huge amount of really looking into here. You've got a company that is renowned absolutely renowned for its tactics, shall we say. Uh, look what happened when they went to developing nations with the water bottling plants, diverting the water from villages. You know, the same thing is being done in our own country by Nestle. Right. They're pulling, I don't know if people know this, but for their major brands of bottled water, they pull the water out of Lake Michigan. That's one of their sources, essentially yeah. for free bottle it and sell it back to the people at these artificially inflated prices. Nestle is one of these heart of darkness companies, in my view, Todd. They're just evil to the core. They are, along with Unilever and Bayer. Yeah, they don't care about people. I'm not surprised at all that that was Nestle. And you go up the chain. At the end of the day, they are also owned by BlackRock and Vanguard, which is ultimately owned by the Bank for International Settlements. It's always the same people over and over again. It's like the bloodlines. Yeah, follow the bloodlines. And Dr. Vliet, I know that you had something to share regarding the targeting of eggs. Eggs are obviously a wonderful source of protein. God's given us so much bounty on this planet, and these people are trying to destroy all of it. Why eggs? Why are eggs so important? And why might they be targeting eggs specifically, Doc? Well, there actually are several reasons. Number one, eggs really are, as you said, very nutritious. They are almost a perfect food. They have a, a balance of fat and protein and vitamins. It's a, one of the richest sources of vitamin B12. So you, you have a food that is almost complete and readily available and has been low cost. Now, I want to digress one moment. 
The avian flu is a made up problem. It's a weapon used by the USDA to come in and shut down and slaughter. They have slaughtered tens of millions of chicken, egg laying chickens in the United States deliberately. And I think that that is, they're using the PCR test on one or two birds in, in the flock and saying, oh, you have a positive PCR test, you have avian flu, we're shutting you down and you have to kill all your chickens. Thousands and thousands and thousands of them, tens of millions. So that in itself is evil. And I just weep for the loss of life. I mean, these beautiful creatures are should not be just slaughtered on a political agenda. And they're not using a reliable test. So that's point number one. Point number two, they are deliberately depriving Americans of an, a healthy food and driving up the prices, all of which is designed to control the economy. And they are also using that as a way of controlling access to food by cu cutting off the farmers. But the other thing that's very interesting is that the egg yolk antibodies have potential application in protective effects against the spike protein in of the SARS-CoV-2 virus and the COVID shot. And in the article published in the International Journal of Immunopharmacology in January 2021, they are talking about the use of egg. This is a, a Chinese group publishing it. Isn't that interesting? And they are talking about the use of egg yolk antibodies as a neutralizing agent against the SARS-CoV-2 virus and the spike, specifically the spike protein. Now, if you go back, it turns out that the first report of egg yolk antibodies as a neutralizing agent against tetanus toxoid was published in 1893. And then in 1959 was when we really began seeing more widespread clinical application of these understandings. And following that, there have been a variety of uses of clinical applications of egg yolk antibodies to combat human viral infections like respiratory syncytial virus, influenza virus, and Coxsackie virus. So what these researchers did in the article published in 2021, they actually purified the anti-spike S1 egg yolk antibodies from hens that had been immunized with the S1 domain of the SARS-CoV-2 spike protein. And then the hens developed the ability to neutralize that spike protein. And they were able to show that those egg yolks helped neutralize it in the experiments that they were running. So by eliminating egg-laying hens in the United States to the extent that they have, and I said, get that, tens of millions of egg-laying hens have been slaughtered 
2022 and 2023. They not only eliminate a readily available food that's healthy, nutritious, and doesn't cost a lot, so people of lower income have access to that. It's a staple food around the world. They have driven up the food prices that collapse the economy, so they're hitting that agenda. And now they're eliminating a source of potential therapies to neutralize spike protein damage, while Pfizer brags, on the other hand, about directing evolution to make more lethal viruses and more mRNA vaccines in response to those causing more damage. So they're tightening the vice from all directions. That's why this is so important. That's why, for one thing, they're going after the hens first, and they're also going after the, the beef and pork supply as well. Well, yeah. well what buoys my spirit, Todd, is the fact that uh, people figure this stuff out, right? <laughs> they because do. of the internet and social media, it's so much more powerful than the mockingbird mainstream horror media that I think their approval rating is less than 12%. I mean, it's tiny. Nobody believes <laughs> the mainstream media, but they'll scratch their heads, right? And they'll say, boy, we don't understand why people are dying suddenly. It must be climate change. Boy, we don't understand why chickens are no longer, hens are no longer laying eggs. You know, it must be climate change. But no, 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 no. We, the people, are figuring this stuff out. So we still we have are. the power. We, I, that's the part I like. <laughs> I'm going to share this story with you. Just as oh, you were saying that, and, and Dr. Fleet was talking about you know, how uh, the chickens are being given this PCR test. And it, it made me think back to our, our mutual friend. We all know and love Dr. Pete. And, and part of his job, I don't know if you've heard the story, but early on in the, in the COVID crisis, um, his job was to go to the meat plants and, and tell them that they were going to get tested in preparation to shut them down. And he went there in advance and said, hey, guys, you might want to have a sick out tomorrow so that when these people show up to give you the test, there's nobody to test. And he ended up saving like three meat packing plants this way because there was nobody to test. And I was going to say, if there's anybody watching that you know, either regulates chickens or, or has family members or do or runs these chicken farms, just make sure when the authorities show up, there's nobody to check. There's no chickens. You can't get to them. Whatever the case is, frustrate them. He's smart about this. We can outsmart them. Just as what you said, Sean. People will find a way. God love them. Friends, just a real quick break and a word about our sponsor. Noble Gold Investments is pleased to let you know that gold is the best investment class for 2022. Real estate, crypto, stocks, and bonds, gold outperformed all of them in 2022. And although past performance is no guarantee of future results, what are you waiting for? Noble Gold Investments has already helped thousands of clients buy real physical gold. Open a gold IRA or silver IRA with Noble Gold Investments this month, and you'll receive a free one-quarter ounce American Gold Eagle coin with every qualified IRA of $50,000 or more. You can't go wrong with Noble Gold Investments and their thousands of five-star reviews. And if you're not ready to invest just yet, download the Noble Gold Investments Gold Investment Guide. Scroll down below and you'll find the link in the description box. For mobile users, just click the More button to find that link. Again, noblegoldinvestments.com. Yeah, it's fantastic. I love it. Well, let me get your opinion on this news item. Is this a rope-a-dope? Uh, obviously, May is a long way out, so I'm sure they'll revise this decision. The Biden administration, boy, I don't trust them as far as I can spit, especially the puppet in chief. But what's up with this? They want to end 
the public health emergency for COVID in May. What do they have up their sleeve, Todd? It's not the first time they've done it. Um, several times heretofore, they've promised that they're going to, to end them. It's just to appease people. There will be the next you know, emergency thereafter. Don't forget, by the way, that they made monkeypox a public health emergency of international concern. That is already in existence, so they're running them concurrently. Um, governments don't give you rights back after they've taken them. It is a rope and dope. You can be sure of it. Yeah. Well, and also remember, along with that release, they talked about how they are restructuring the sure. government response. Sean, my concern, and Todd can certainly speak to the legal framework for this, my concern is that they are simply positioning things in this, quote, a restructuring, which is a polite word for moving tyrannical control, to the WHO. The, the yeah. framework in place, Todd's explained, he can explain it again, but the point is they don't necessarily need to continue the COVID label on the public health emergency because they've got monkeypox. They can easily declare another one and they already have given over our rights to World Health Organization control of our public health response. So That's it right. doesn't matter what they do with COVID declarations now, they've got what they need. And Todd, why don't you, for the listeners that haven't heard you before, at least comment on what that framework is and why it doesn't matter what they say about COVID because they've got these other mechanisms in place. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely correct about that. The way it sits today is the mere suspicion of a communicable disease as declared by either the Secretary of Health in our nation or the uh, director of the WHO is enough to invoke the emergency powers, um, which are already in effect now. The replacement, quote unquote, rights that you would have, the replacement to the Constitution, you find in 42 CFR Part 70 and 71, where that gives the, the government, our government, frankly, all of them have the same law, to involuntarily quarantine you, test you, or treat you with anything that they deem is appropriate irrespective of what rights you think you have. And, and like I was saying, our, our constitutional rights were already suspended in March of 2020. They keep renewing that national emergency and declaring additional emergencies. So just what Dr. Vliet said is right. Any, mere suspicion alone of a communicable disease, disease would do that. Um, I'm sure that Dr. Vliet could come up with a couple thousand suspicions of disease that would satisfy that. So the, what, the part that scares me in, in some respects and makes me happy in others is that the, the framework is that the defense intelligence, I'm sorry, the defense health agency is who carries out the WHO's mission when there's a public health emergency of international concern. That means our military, the DOD, is the one who gives effect to those orders. The good news is that our DOD, the military members have stood up and said, no, there is no esprit de corps. Our service members, our troops, are not going to enforce a WHO mandate. You can be assured of that. There are military aid its own, and they understand it. And there is no, there's no faith uh, left in leadership, so it's not going to happen. Um, the, the good people in uniform are not going with this program. So what we need now is the rest of America to stand up and follow suit. Yeah, it's just fantastic. I'm so glad to hear that. Uh, just a couple more topics here. Uh, I want to ask you about the possibility of a Pfizer whistleblower. 
uh, and information that may be coming your way, yeah. Todd, regarding that. Uh, you missed the clip I played from Albert Bourla when he was talking to Klaus Schwab in 2022 at the World Economic Forum, and he was lamenting the anti-vaxxers and the conspiracy theorists that would blame him for the sun not rising, his words. No, what we're blaming him for is the conspiracy to concoct something so dangerous that people are dying in droves and all-cause mortality is up 40%, I think globally, or at least where these shots have been rolled out. Nobody at Pfizer is blowing the whistle on this conspiracy. No, no, we do. Don't forget, like <laughs> has been blowing the whistle on Pfizer since yeah. the. Well, of course, there's exceptions, and I've, I've, no. and I've interviewed Melissa McAtee. She's a Pfizer whistleblower, but she's kind of low level. She was working at one of the manufacturing facilities as a supervisor. But where are the insiders, the people with the actual knowledge that this thing is a bioweapon? They're just happy to get oh. a paycheck, I guess, huh, Todd? I think I think Melissa's testimony is extraordinary, and we've gone to the trouble of turning that into an affidavit because it, it demonstrates malintent. What she testifies to, in addition to other things, is that bags of fluid marked in Chinese come into the Pfizer factory. Nobody has any idea what's in those bags of fluid. They're not marked. They're not tested. They're stuck into a Pfizer bottle and shipped out for, for use. No knowledge whatsoever, no testing whatsoever. That is by itself criminal. And that shows you from leadership down what it was they were doing across borders um, and, and shipping out on behalf of the military, frankly. That will be the undoing. It's the little, it's the little details like that that frankly mean more than somebody like the guy caught by Veritas saying, we're, we're talking about doing these things. She was a quality assurance auditor. Her job was to insist on safety and she could not because she got fired for asking questions. Yeah. It's her and ones like her that will bring this whole thing down. Um, having said that, yeah, there, it's, it's coming. And I'll tell you why, because with this, this news of international prosecutions, state now turning on state people, they what normally happens, people start turning. They get worried about what's, um, you know, be, what's in their future, what's beholding to them, and they'll go and cut a deal to try and, and uh, survive this. And you bet they'll be coming out of the woodwork. Beautiful. And I think that's a good point, uh, Todd. Um, sometimes, uh, and Sean, I would say this because I think it's important not to discount lower level people who come forward it's the lower level people in the military that blew the whistle that came yeah. forward not the flag officers not the commanders not the generals not all these hoity-toity people with brass on their shoulder and eagles on their caps anyway i i get so disgusted because and i don't like hearing people say as, as uh, some recent other whistleblowers have commented, the U.S. military is turning on the world and America. No, it's not the U.S. military. They are just as victimized by the Department of Defense bureaucracy and political and demonic agenda as the rest of us. It is the leadership. It's the brass flag officers. It's the Department of Defense not the U.S. military across the board. And that's who we need to hold accountable. But it's the little people in many businesses and, and pharmaceutical companies and hospitals. I mean, we have a lot of them reporting to us and we get them to attorneys who can help work with them. It's, it's not the leaders. 
the conscience of the organization has been purged. The people at the top have no conscience. They've sold out. Yeah. It's the little people. It's we, the people that are going to turn this around. And so yeah. let's give thanks and praise to God that some of these little people remaining in organizations like hospitals and pharmaceutical companies and the military have the courage and faith to speak out. Yeah. And frustrate the mission, doctor. They have That's the ability the to frustrate the mission. You know, if yeah. they're in a hospital and somebody says, hang a bag of my Dazzlam, they could just hang sailing. They don't have to do it. I mean, there was right. a, what was that? A nurse that, that gave away something like 10,000 shots of saline instead of delivering the, the lethal injections. Oh, that's, it was a, that's one person. Doctor did the same. It was a doctor. To arrest him. Yeah. And they want to try him now for saving people's lives. Of course. I want, I want to defend that guy. You know how much fun it would be to defend that guy? It would be <laughs> awesome. What crime precisely did he commit, Mr. Prosecutor? Why don't you tell us? Did he, he, he didn't kill somebody. Is that what you were after? You wanted him to kill people. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's a Perry Mason uh, court trial I'd like to see televised. Todd grilling yeah. this guy, the prosecutor that wants to put a doctor away for actually caring about his patients. Well, Dr. Yeah. Fee, you hit the nail on the head. The people at the top have sold us out. But here's the part that I don't get. They've also sold out their own families, their own friends, their own neighbors. Okay, this is just over the last week. The VP of Fox News died of a sudden cardiac arrest. He was 47. Connor Rizzle died in his sleep. He was 29. Rachel Morgan oh. died suddenly. She was 26. Gabriel Jungman died taking a shower in a dorm. He was 20 years old. Luke Abrams died suddenly. He was also 20 years old. That's just since last week. So they've sold us all out. These are crimes against humanity. And if we're going to end on something powerful, it must be the recap of the breaking news that Todd shared when he hopped on. International prosecutions are beginning and they're starting in Switzerland. And I can't think of any better news to share with this audience, Todd. Can you just recap that for us? Yeah, it's a gentleman by the name of Pascal Najati. I will introduce him. He's a Swiss citizen and he's just a regular Joe in his own words. And he was uh, unfortunately taken the shots and he was angry when he heard his minister of health and president say that they were safe and effective. He came to find they were not. He went and made a criminal complaint, um, I think to his local police. And it went up the stages now to the attorney general of Switzerland, who is now prosecuting both the president and the minister of health for abuse of process, which effectively is fraud under Swiss law. Um, and there are apparently two other defendants uh, under seal, and, and I don't know who they are, but with some luck, um, I hope to be helpful to them and find out. And what was the other part about the powerful family? Were they Saudis? Yeah. No, I can't tell you where they're from because I'm, I'm in the midst of, of talking through their, uh, their intermediaries, but it's a family out of Southeast Asia. Let's put it that way. Um, and they've suffered, unfortunately, family problems, and now uh, they're looking for a a law firm to help them, which we, we will both on a civil side, but what my, my words to them have been, and it's true, they have the ability to convene a military tribunal and under international law, any military tribunal has universal jurisdiction to prosecute these crimes. And what I'm saying is they will have the ability to convene such a, a, a military tribunal, just like is happening in Donbass now. The only difference is that that's Russia, right? Nobody wants to listen to what Russia is doing. This is a prominent group of people in Southeast Asia would have the ability to, to carry that out. So with some luck, we'll, we'll approach this civilly and criminally at the same time. Oh. 
Would you also explain to Sean's audience again why we are not seeing this in the United States? What is the failure in the U.S. that we have not been able to convene the same military tribunals here? Yeah, because it takes what's called a billeted general officer in order to open such an investigation inside the, the U.S. military. We've been looking for two years now, Doctor, as you well know, to find a, a, a brigadier general in the National Guard or the State Guard, as the case may be, would qualify, or anywhere in the DOD. I think there's roughly 3,000 generals. We have not been able to find a single one who's willing to open a military investigation. Forget about the tribunal. A military investigation, not one in the United States that's been willing to do that. That is staggering. That goes to my point that it's not the little people. It's the leadership that are failing in their duty to the American people and the world. Those 3,000 generals and leaders that could, the flag officers that could stand up, could convene a military investigation, you are failing your oath and you will be held accountable before God on Judgment Day, if not in this world. I, I want to add one thing to that. You're, you're right about this. Doctor. It kind of goes back to what Sean was saying a minute ago, is that you know, now the shots are getting at the people that were part of this crime. The same is happening with the, with the generals. One of our whistleblowers just disclosed to Senator Johnson's office. Um, there are high fatality rates in, in the general officer corps, in the pilot corps, and also the special operations corps. So we know that a large number of these general officers actually took the stupid shots. I was. I figured they, they they didn't take them because they knew better. Well, it turns out I was wrong. Um, so they killed their own. Is what I'm trying to say. Well, and they know that they've killed their own. They know that they're harming people, yeah. and they know this thing is a bioweapon. I'm talking about the people at the highest levels of power. I'm talking about Biden. I'm talking about his administration. I'm talking about Davos, yeah. the World Economic Forum. They all know the Davos elite wanted unvaxed pilots for their private plane. Yep. Oh man! And then I think Biden. The Biden administration, the FAA, they just eased the requirements for pilots to pass their physicals because so many of the pilots are injured from this damn thing. Yes, yeah, it is. The, the EKG that used to be an abnormal reading and suddenly arbitrarily decided, and just to be simplifying it, suddenly decided, oh, okay, what we used to call abnormal EKG and would disqualify a pilot, now suddenly it's okay. Well, and Todd, you're a pilot. So I I mean, it's a pretty serious thing to fly a passenger aircraft with 220 people in it. Uh, it's a pretty important job. We'd like these guys to be healthy, but many of them were coerced into taking the bioweapon, just like Damar Hamlin was, because the NFL mandated it. Well, let me put it to you this way. It doesn't matter what size airplane you're flying. You're sharing the same airspace. You're all zipping around at a couple hundred miles an hour. Um, so the answer is everybody has to be healthy, and that's why there are medical certificates for all pilots and the air traffic controllers. I've got whistleblowers in the FAA that tell me that there are complete departments with air traffic controllers sitting on the ground playing computer games because they are incapable of running the scopes. They're incapable of conducting air traffic control operations. Um, but they show up to work in their sideline. They read books and do anything. Our, our FAA, our airspace, our national airspace transportation is in serious jeopardy. All right. As we wrap this up, I want to give each of you the opportunity to talk about your websites and how you're helping so many people. VaxChoice.com. Todd, do you want to just tell people about the importance of this website? Yes. 
Well, thank you for that. Dr. Vliet, I kind of laugh. Max Choice is, is kind of the, the library and commercial side of um, what it is we've been doing for a couple of years. We made it into a repository, a place for self-help legal tools, and, and really to educate people if they're curious about anything that's happening in relation to the genocide and progress. Um, so we provide the legal side. Dr. Vliet and Truth for Health uh, do just a magnificent job with uh, everything else. <laughs> Yeah. And Dr. Vliet, here's your site, Truth for Health Foundation, truthforhealth.org. I know that you've made it possible for good people, whistleblowers, to stand up and fight back with your grants. Tell people about it. Yes. The, the legal defense grants supported by our donors and any of you out there that want to defend medical freedom and would like to make a charitable donation, we greatly appreciate it. We use it well. And it's used for the purpose you give the money it is not wasted and it is not used on frivolous things in addition we have the treatment guide we have the citizens vaccine injury reporting system that then we can summarize data without names but we can summarize the data and get it to people like governor desantis investigative team to show them these are the people in florida that have filed reports these are specific injuries that your investigators can look at for the grand jury trials coming up or grand jury investigation coming up in Florida and other states. And, and then we have the whistleblower report radio show every day on America at Loud Talk Radio. We have whistleblowers coming forward from all kinds of fields of endeavor. I'm, I'm working closely with a border agent in Texas and bringing the truth about what's really happening on the border. We've got the pharma, the vaccine report with um, international pharmaceutical company, whistleblowers, insiders. And, and we have the military report. We have the legal report that Todd's been on many times. I mean, we are really covering many different fronts in this battle as a public charity. So people that, that want to support efforts for the public can make a charitable donation to us. And then we give grants to lawyers that are taking cases forward on behalf of plaintiffs whose rights have been abused, which is what the IRS allows a public charity to do. And Todd worked with us early on to help us become a better platform for the military. And I think that's, I think our efforts for the military have really been very effective, Todd, working together yeah. with, your law firm and Davis Younts and several others that that are independent in with a background in military law. You have military law people as part of your firm. And I think that combination has made some real strides in the military effort to defend freedom. Well, they did, for sure. And the best part about all of it, it was just giving them the tools. It was the service members themselves that stopped the DOD. They stood up. They didn't need much for help. And if it weren't for them, the DOD would still be giving the shots. That's the power that we were actually able to harness, Doctor. And if we could just do that again on a broader scale with humanity. And that's really what you're doing, Sean. And thank you for it. It's getting information out. It's helping people understand and helping them find their courage. You know, by doing that, that's all we need is a little bit of courage to go a long way. You know, we can get there. Yeah. And Sean, to the point about your show, I want you to know we just got an email to my medical office today and the person said, 
I see you and Todd Callender on the SGT report. It's a never miss show for me. I want to seek your help on this vaccine injury with my father and father-in-law. So we're going to be reaching out to him. Just got it right before we went on the air today. And so your show, we never know where our efforts go or who hears and, and who benefits. But if you were not taking this effort forward and bringing us together as a medical legal team to report to people, then we wouldn't have a way to help all of these people. So thank you. For That's that. right. Oh, Absolutely. Thank you. I really appreciate you guys so much. Uh, and just so you know, I think my audience and I know me personally, I view you guys as field generals in this grassroots war for truth, health and freedom. So thank you for really providing leadership. Both of you putting your necks out, putting your careers on the line. I mean, (laughs) again, going back to that California law doc, anybody standing up to this apparatus, to this evil, evil cabal, to this conspiracy in the wide open, they're targeted. Their careers are at risk. So I want to thank you both. Yeah. My career answers to God first. Amen. All right, guys, the websites are truthforhealth.org and vaxchoice.com. Our guests have been the one and only attorney Todd Callender. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Sean. All right. God bless you. And Dr. Lee Vliet, thank you. Thank you so much, Sean. All right. Yeah, God bless you both. God bless you both and our audience. Friends, thanks so much for tuning in. A special thank you to our subscribe stars and those of you who signed up for the private server there beyond the reach of Big Brother at sgtreport.tv. And for real news every single day, guys, check us out over on Rumble, by the way. We're really exploding on Rumble. I'm really glad to have that platform and BitChute. And for real news every day, just hit us up directly at sgtreport.com. That's the antidote to corporate propaganda. God bless you and yours, friends. Bye-bye. They actually have artificial intelligence inside of these jabs. I would argue that what's actually happening here is much more dark and and more sinister than anything that anybody's actually talking about right now. What we're talking about is actually communication with demonic forces through this technology that they're injecting into people.